Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm Danny Phillips, the diet doc of Shreveport Bossier, certified personal trainer and fitness nutrition specialist, nationally qualified NPC bikini bodybuilder, social media content creator, and lifestyle entrepreneur. I am here to bring you that empowering nudge you've been searching for to take your next leap of strength in your fitness and health journey. My goal is to give you the tools to success along your journey so that when you have a question or an idea, you know where to go and you no longer feel helpless or overwhelmed with where or how to start. Let's dive in to today's topic. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's episode of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. And the topic of tips, or the topic of today is uh, tips for staying healthy while at Disney. Um, Disney World specifically, though I'm sure a lot of this does apply to Disneyland, um, but I'm super excited to talk to you about this today for several reasons. Um, The first being that I recently got married January 6th of 2018, and our honeymoon was to Walt Disney World. So it's still fresh in my mind, and my family is Uh, Well, we're just kind of Disney fanatics, so super pumped about that. The second reason is so many people vacation at Disney World or Disneyland every year um, and just don't know about some of these hidden gem health tips. So I am taking my thoughts and my experience, and actually I'm creating an ebook on staying fit and healthy at Disney. My goal is for that to come out this summer. So what I would like for you to do while you are listening to this, if you're interested, of course, um, jot down any questions you have about how to stay on track with your fitness and health while at Disney, and then please email them to me at uh, danny at the dietdoc.com. So that's D-A-N-Y-E at the diet doc, and that's T-H-E-D-I-E-T-D-O-C.com so that I can ensure your questions are answered within this ebook. Oh, and a side note, please, regardless of when you listen to this, please email me your questions and your struggles um, that you have with Disney vacations or really any vacations um, that you want solved because um, things at Disney change year to year. So whatever ebook I come out with, I'm sure it's going to have to be updated year to year. So don't hesitate to email me even if you see that my ebook is already um, out and published in the world because there will, of course, be things that change year to year with nutrition and with Disney and with fitness and things like that with updates to hotels. I think you guys get my point. Okay. (laughs) The third reason that I wanted to do this podcast today is because my husband and I actually caught colds on our first full day at Disney. So we did take a lot of measures each day to ensure that while we were um, recovering and kind of battling those colds, we could still enjoy the parks and good food um, and fitness to the best of our energy levels. So I know from personal experience and from listening to clients that this is a huge struggle to stay on track with your diet or nutrition or fitness when you go on vacation. And a lot of people give up before they even leave town. So I'm going to give you six different tips today to assist you in staying on track with your goals. So here we go. Tip number one, 
have a realistic expectation of your vacation when it comes to your fitness and nutrition goals. What do I mean by this? I mean that if you were on a diet and crushing it in the gym for two months before you left and somehow or another this vacation is smack dab in the middle of your dieting period, then realistically decide if you A, need to stick to your diet completely or B, if the purpose of your vacation is to enjoy time with your friends and family and if you can compromise on a few things. An example of when your diet is non-negotiable would be if you are training for a bodybuilding show like I will be in May of 2018 um, for my next trip and I need to stay on point with my fitness and my macronutrient budget each day. If you are not in a scenario where you need to be exactly on point, then you can enjoy some food and fun without getting completely off track with your progress. The takeaway I want you to have here is that your progress while you're on vacation may be that you maintain your weight loss and strength. Um, not that you just say F it and just eat like crap during your time away from home and gain all the weight back and more that you've worked so hard to lose. It's okay for you to consider progress being a lack of movement with numbers on the scale. I see this with a lot of clients over the holidays. You might be really upset at first that you've overindulged a bit and the scale didn't move, but maybe when you look back at your previous holiday or vacation and you realize that the time before that previous holiday, you gained five to 10 pounds, well, guess what? Staying steady on the scale is a win and you need to give yourself that and you need to be happy with it. Like that's a success. So that's, that's tip number one is realistic expectations. Tip number two, your fitness and workout needs. Staying on track requires a little bit of planning. I mean, you're already doing some planning when you go to Disney, right? You've planned out your hotel, you plan out the park passes, you plan out your fast passes, you plan out your dining experiences, and you have to do this months in advance, right? Or you just don't get the things that you really wanna get. Um, so it's like, what's the point of going to Disney if you don't plan these things out months in advance? So let's just plan out your workouts and your fitness needs too. When you're choosing a hotel, choose one with a fitness center. If you plan to stay at a Disney resort or Disney hotel property, then you will more than likely have access to a very nice fitness center. I cannot speak for all of them at this point, or really even most of them, but the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista Road um, Hotel Resort is is generally where my family stays because it has, well, it's just become a Disney hotel. So it's not, a, it's not really a Disney resort, but it's considered a Disney hotel property. Um, so they have like transit to and from the park, but it's literally across the street from Disney Springs. So it's extremely convenient for um, getting to and from like dinner reservations and shows it down to well, what used to be called downtown Disney. So Disney Springs. So it's a really great place to stay. Um, but I know for sure I was able to use the gym there and they have a couple of cardio machines. They've got dumbbells up to 50 pounds in five pound increments. They have a little cable machine for some upper body and lower body exercises, as well as some stability balls and yoga mats. So it's not your gold's gym Venice or anything, but it's a really good gym for a hotel gym. Now the actual resorts, specifically the Wilderness Lodge, has a very extensive workout facility in comparison to most hotel gyms, as well as things like bikes to rent and running paths and a, an assortment of other outdoor exercise activities. So that's, that's something else to consider. 
The resorts definitely cost a lot more than other hotels in the area, but the perks are definitely worth it to me. This is perfectly adequate to get in a few workouts while you are at Disney World. Now with as much walking as you will do at the parks during the day, and trust me, you'll be walking just miles and miles and miles if you have a Fitbit, I highly recommend bringing it with you just to give yourself an idea of how far you're walking and how many steps you get throughout each day. Um, but as far as like the different workouts that I would recommend you do, if you're already going to do a ton of walking throughout the day, then don't go to the gym and walk on the treadmill more. Like go in and get some resistance training and go pick up the weights, go try out the the cardio, not the cardio, the um, like the circuit machines, the cable machines, and get some resistance training in. Use your muscles a little bit. This is going to get your heart rate up. It's going to help you burn more overall calories as well as more carbohydrate calories, which I promise you will be eating more of while you are at Disney versus your normal day. Um, literally in the same way you schedule out your days at the parks, write down and schedule out even just a 30 minute workout first thing in the morning. It's a game changer. And I promise you're not going to feel like working out when you get back from the parks at the end of the day. Do it first thing in the morning. Tip number three is your food needs. While Disney has implemented some healthier options on their menus, um, they do not limit the food that you can A, bring into the parks, but B, they don't control what you bring to your hotel. I knew that I would have plenty of access to high carb and high fat options while I was at Disney, but my options for lean proteins would be limited. I decided to bring my favorite protein shakes with me. So in my suitcase, in my checked bag, I brought one protein shake for every day I knew I would be on vacation. I then had one first thing in the morning if we were doing a quick grab and go breakfast to get to a park early, or if we did a hotel breakfast, then I brought the protein shake with me in my backpack to have as a snack while at the parks during the day. This is a game changer. It doesn't have to be a protein shake. It could be any type of protein snack, perhaps your favorite protein bar or protein chips or protein cookies, um, but something. I would also recommend that you ensure your hotel room has a fridge and a microwave in it. It's simply nice to be able to take leftovers back home, um, not necessarily from the parks. It's just not realistic to walk around with leftovers from your meals during the day at parks. But if you're eating at Disney Springs or at a Disney restaurant and you're staying in a Disney resort, then to be able to eat half of your meal and bring it back to the room um, is a really nice option to have. Um, but yeah, it's nice to keep like your protein shakes in there or any fruit that you purchase in there um, just to have some extra things to snack on that are a little bit healthier, higher in nutrient density. Um, for me, like in May of this year, I'll be bringing a majority of my meals with me so that I can properly track what I'm eating while enjoying the atmosphere and family time. So it's key for me to have that fridge and the microwave. <laughs> Tip number four, hydration. Again, you can bring your own water bottles into the park with you, so I highly recommend that you do that. Now, there is a good chance you will need to be drinking a lot of water with as hot as it can be in Florida and with as much walking around as you will do. Now, when you are thinking water can be expensive, if I'm going to spend money on a drink, I may as well get something fun and fancy. I hear you, but there are ways to get water for free. So let me tell you. First of all, if you have, say, a one liter bottle of water, you can refill it daily at that 
Yes, you guessed it. <laughs> the gym water fountain at your hotel. So that's free. And a lot of hotel lobbies will also have free water stations. So take advantage of the free water every time you pass by and kind of make it a habit. Say, hey, if I'm gonna walk by the front desk, let me grab a cup of water and chug it before I get on the bus. Yes, you might have to use the restroom as soon as you get to the park, but there's always one right around the corner and that Disney app has a section just for restrooms so that you always know where the nearest restroom is compared to where you are. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, the tricks. The tricks to free water at the parks. So if you're not familiar with Starbucks, there is now Starbucks um, very well spread around each Disney park. There's usually two or three in each park. Um, so that's pretty exciting. And it's not just exciting that they have Starbucks, but it's exciting that Starbucks offers you free water. There's two different ways to get free water from Starbucks. You can either wait in line and request a cup of water in, you know, a tall a grande, a venti or a trenti cup, and they will give that to you for free. Um, but there's also a free like water station by like the, the straws and the sugar packets and um, the little flavorings and stuff. There's always a free water station at the Starbucks in all of the parks. They do have their own cups sitting there and they do request that you use their cups to fill up your water and not bring your own like, you know, four water bottles in to fill up. So if you are going to use that, I would just fill up like one or two cups of water, walk outside of the Starbucks and then pour those into your water bottle. Now, there's another way to get free water and that's the quick service food and drink stations. Now, this is the ones that are in actual buildings, not like standalone carts. And all you have to do is walk up and say, may I please have a cup of water with ice? And at least in my experience, they've always been very happy to hand me a free cup of water with or without ice, whatever I request. Now, please don't go up to them and say, can I get a free bottle of water? And definitely don't be rude about it because I've seen that happen and they won't give it to you. They will politely tell you though that water bottles are $3 or however much they are these days. Um, and I've seen that happen to the people that are right in front of me in line. And then I've gone up and been like, may I please have a free cup of, you know, or a cup of water with ice and they give it to me for free. So politeness gets you a long way. <laughs> so be polite to the people who serve your food and drinks. It goes a long way. Um, but the big takeaway from this one is that even though you're surrounded by sodas and fun drinks and Disney souvenir cups, if you stay hydrated with water, and limit the fun drinks to maybe one per day, you will feel more energized and healthier throughout the day, and you will also be more full and satiated from drinking water um, that you will probably eat smaller portions during your mealtimes, which will then save you from additional overindulgence and overeating and thus additional weight gain. So I hope that is helpful for you, because it's definitely helpful for me. Tip number five is sleep. Yes, you should get sleep while on vacation. You already know this. I would definitely recommend getting a good six to eight hours depending on what you normally get at home. So this is what you need to consider. Is it worth staying up late every single night and partying at Disney Springs or at a night show or an event and then getting up early for additional magic hours and having to drink copious amounts of caffeine to function? I mean, yes. There are some people who can function that way for a couple of days, perhaps even a week, but is it really worth it? Again, this comes back to your goals for vacation. Do you want to feel groggy and unenjoyable to be around for the second half of your vacation? 
Do you want to gain a bunch of weight while you're gone? Do you want to have to take another vacation from your vacation when you get home because you're exhausted? Look, I'm not saying don't have some late night fun, but maybe every other night or just limit it in some way. Think about it. If you're going to go to a show or concert or like late night magic hours, odds are at some point you will grab something additional to drink on or to snack on. And that's adding more calories to your day in addition to the lack of sleep. If you're in bed asleep, you aren't eating. In my personal situation, as both my husband and I were sick with colds and nothing contagious, FYI, just like super congested, even though we had originally planned to do some later magic hours and see a couple of shows like Cirque du Soleil and Blue Man Group, we opted to get back from parks around 5 or 6 p.m. and then have dinner and go to bed around 9 so that we could recover and kick the colds and then enjoy our days at the park since that's what we originally paid for. Now, if you're the type of person who, you know, you've been to the parks multiple times and all you want to do is go to Disney for the extra late night hours and the extra shows and, you know, the big things like Blue Man Group or Cirque du Soleil or, you know, stuff like that, then by all means, shift your schedule around and sleep in until 10, 11, 12 o'clock, you know, in the morning and then spend your afternoon and evening out late. So just shift your hours so that you're still getting, you know, a good amount of sleep. Tip number six is medicine and a weird tip perhaps, but this is based off of, again, what we found helpful during our experience. So if you do have a cold or you know you're prone to having headaches, if you get too hot or you're not hydrated enough, then bring a bottle of Advil with you or grab some 12 hour mucinix or something. It's less, like it costs less to buy a bottle of your choice medicine from Walgreens or CVS than it does to buy a packet of two doses from a Disney store. So I'd rather have it then not, you know, I'd, I'd rather just have it with me than not have it and be like, oh, I gotta go find it, I gotta go buy it. And like, even though we paid to Uber from our hotel to Walgreens for medicine, that was a better alternative to spending extra money at the parks for it. Now I will say, when you really do need something, it is nice to know that most park stores do have options available for some quick over-the-counter meds. And there's usually a sick call area by guest services, um, kind of like a medical center or medical station if you do need something. But, you know, we do want to try to prevent visiting there and take care of any small things that we can ahead of time, you know? All right, so ladies and gentlemen, those are my top six tips right now for maintaining health and fitness while at Disney World. And here's a quick recap. So tip one, have realistic expectations, meaning a win during your Disney vacation may mean maintaining weight loss progress that you've already had. Tip number two, plan ahead to book a hotel with a gym and plan out 30 minute workouts every day or every other day, whatever suits your needs. Tip number three, plan ahead with food and bring some protein drinks or snacks with you to the hotel or to the parks each day to keep your protein up while you're surrounded with high carb, high fat options. Tip number four is hydration. Take advantage of free H2O while at your hotel and walking around the parks. Tip number five, get plenty of sleep. And tip number six, bring some medicine if there's any chance you may need it instead of spending money at the parks to purchase it.
hopefully you've all found this really helpful and you have more confidence and empowerment when planning out your next Disney vacation. Again, please send me an email at danny at the with your Disney World specific struggles or questions you want answered when it comes to staying on track with health and fitness. Please subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes so that you can get more free tips and tricks that will empower you on your health and fitness journey. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. This podcast is available on Anchor, which shares to Pocket Cast and Google Play, as well as on SoundCloud. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength. Don't you see?